Let, let me let me go over to why I, as an ex-FBI agent, was willing to do this. Okay. FBI, we're federal investigators. That's part of our title, Federal Bureau mm-hmm. of Investigation. So we investigate. And some of our crimes that we investigate go on for two, three, four years before it actually goes to trial on that. And so we're not like police officers that are being faced with um, – you know, uh, civil matters uh, that are going on uh, in family disputes and things like that. Our mission is, is a bit different, but we still have that oath within our own organization is that you don't cross that line and testify against other police officers. Now, in internal affairs and things like that, hey, they are constantly doing that. They're looking at police officers. They're looking in the, F, in the FBI's form of internal investigations, we have agents that look at things that we do, and all the federal uh, organizations have that. And if there's a problem, and I lie in any investigation, I can be fired or at least disciplined. Now, that's within our own departments. Now, um, we always had this code within the FBI, you don't lie. Well, that's what we had. I don't know what it is anymore today. But uh, we, we, we always had that code that you don't lie. And if you're asked a question, you had to answer it truthfully. So that was kind of our, our environment within the FBI. Now, the answer to what we do throughout law enforcement, I think, is fairly much the same thing, is that we have to look at all law enforcement officers across the globe here that say, if you're asked a question and you're involved in an investigation, or anything else, you have to be honest. And if you're not honest, you're gone. You're going to be prosecuted or something else. Honesty is the clue clue to law enforcement. We have to be honest about it. Now, not everybody is, but I think yeah. most police officers want to be at the very least. So when you have that, and we look at uh, different cases that I could, anybody could be prosecuted for lying to a federal agent in an investigation. Yeah, I mean, it's there. It's, uh, you can be prosecuted for that. So why wouldn't we have the same standard for ourselves? And we, I think it should be the same standard for law enforcement across the, across the board. Well, I, I know that, you know, there was a time prior to you writing this article that, you know, obviously, you know, if you were asked a question, you would, you know, you were going to tell the truth. But you were a bit reluctant to even work with prosecutors or uh, civil attorneys, you know, when they were intending to hold a police officer responsible, you know, for, you know, a particular police incident. But you've later changed your position on that after a conversation that you had with a colleague. Let's talk about that. 
Now that that's what I was getting to that the police has one code here, uh, federal agents may be a little bit different, but yet mm-hmm. in law enforcement, you are part of that law enforcement team. So for me sure. to cross over, it was like I'm in violating that agreement, or that oath, whatever you might want to say it is, agreement that I have that I would not go against you know, any law enforcement. I wouldn't testify against it. Now, in one case, I did do that. And uh, I was asked after I talked to this friend, and this friend of mine told me, Phil, you have an obligation to law enforcement, not to an individual, police officer or FBI agent or agent. And he said, you have to look at all the facts. When you look at all the facts, you have to decide, you know, where you're going to go with this thing. So when I looked at this case that was an FBI case, I didn't want to take it. I turned it down four times. The attorney, the opposing attorney, which I found out was talking to some um, some agents on the FBI shooting review board, and mm-hmm. they kept on saying, go back to Hayden and tell him, you know, you want him to come back again. And he said, he keeps on turning me down. He says, keep on asking him, and they would give him different information. So finally, I said to him, I said, okay, under one circumstance, circumstance I will do this. I am not going to testify in court, and I will not do a deposition. I will look at your case, and I'll review your case, and I will tell you what my opinion is. Okay. When I finished reviewing several documents and looking at this, I said, this is wrong. The agent that was involved in this thing lied, and uh, an innocent person was injured. And what really bothered me is that why would this individual lie? I, I just really bothered me. So when I looked at it, I told the attorney, okay, I will give a deposition. I have to testify. I will testify in court. I never had to do a uh, go to court, but I did a deposition. Sure. When sure. that information went out to a lot of FBI friends of mine, all of a sudden I had people who wouldn't talk to me anymore because I had violated that sacred agreement that you don't testify against other law enforcement officers. And this was against my own organization, the FBI. Sure. Well, I felt like, okay, I'll live with it because I want to do what's fair and I want to do what's right. And uh, that's kind of where I came up to. And I said, it has to be fair and has to be right. And I will take a look now at any case and I'll look at it on the merits. Now, the way I do this and the way I did it to justify my, my being and doing this type of work was that I look at things on a 10-point scale, and I have that in my article, talk about the 10-point scale. Right, I'm familiar. And I'll only take cases on the far end of the spectrum. One and two, I look at it and I say the police officer or the, def- or the plaintiff is sitting down right next to the right hand of the devil. And they're, they're dirty, they're bad, they're no good. I'll testify against a police officer in that case, and I won't testify for a plaintiff in that case. And then you have the other areas, spectrum 9 and 10, where they sit up to the right hand of God, and that this police officer is the best police officer I've ever met in my life, and the plaintiff is as a um, 
complaint that I just don't feel is justified. And then there's that gray area in between, uh, three through um, eight. And sometimes I'll go down to the eight or up to the three area right in there. But attorneys won't want me if I am in the middle there because I tell every attorney I work for, I am going to tell the truth. If I'm asked on the stand or asked in a deposition a certain question, I am going to tell the truth on this. And you might right, not like right. the answer. So let's make sure we're very clear on this first before we go anywhere that what my answers are going to be in this because I'm not going to alter that my opinion on this. And so right. I've been right. able to live with that. Um, and it, it works for me. And I think a lot of police officers and law enforcement officers across the table kind of have that same thing going on. That if they see something they think is a crime that is really wrong, they don't have any problem coming forward, but they don't want to be the only one. You know, I, I want a whole team, a whole group of people come forward and say, hey, we agree with you. And then it's just not me. And I think right. it's that fear, that fear that if they are the only one, then they're known as the person nobody can trust. And that we have to get around that somehow. And I don't know exactly what the answer is, but I, I really do believe in my heart, Todd, that most police officers are really good people that want to do the right thing, but not all people that are in law enforcement should be there. I agree. And, um, and so that is what I look at. And when I say a person shouldn't be there, I think we have a lot of hiring that goes on that we just want to fill positions. And mm -hmm. we can't do that. We have to hire the right people. We have to find the right people. And uh, and that's hard to do sometimes. And, and I don't know what the answer is to that. You know, I respect that. You know, when I first started practicing uh, 27 years ago, you know, we always thought that it was a black or white thing. We thought, well, you know, maybe the black police officers will be a little bit more fair. Um, you know, in situations where they're dealing with black defendants. But, you know, the more that, you know, I did this thing, I realized it has nothing to do with black or white. It's blue. You know, the black police officers adhere to the blue line just as much as the white police officers do. Um, and again, I don't know how that's changed. I mean, because if the older police officers are teaching the younger police officers the culture, you know, and they're buying into it, then, you know, you just have a consistent, you know, uh, repeat of the, the same issues that, you know, create this divide between police officers and laypersons. Um, so, again, I don't I don't know how it gets resolved either. I, I have a case right now where I, I looked at a video where there are several police officers you know, beating up a, a, a guy who had conceded, you know, to a particular arrest. And from what I can see thus far, you know, not one of the police officers filed a complaint against the officers involved. So um, I don't know where we go with this, but, you know, I, I can certainly say that it needs to change. Yeah, I, I would not disagree with that at all, Todd. I think, as you said, black police officer, white police officer, a police officer is a police officer, you, whether right. it be female, black, white, whatever it is. And they're in that culture. And that culture is a type of culture is 
as I said before, the team culture. And right. we have to work together. And, you know, black and white and uh, Asian and females, we all try to work together. doesn't always work right. great, but we try to. And right. so that is the, the problem that we have. And what we have to do is look at this thing and say, okay, we're all working together. How can we do it in a fair manner? And I think it comes from the very top down is that it has to change to where right. administration, the, the top officials do not accept any kind of improprieties at all, whether it be administrative or whether it be criminal. And they right. shouldn't, for sure, a criminal should never be tolerated. And if it is, something's wrong with the department or, or whatever organization you're talking to, is that right. you cannot let that kind of thing go on. Now, there's a lot of talk about defunding the police and all that. I'm definitely not for defunding the police, but what I am for is let's reevaluate what we have in police departments out there. And if we can make it better, let's make it better. And if we see that the culture is that the top echelon is defending criminal action, then action should be taken against them for that. But because we're de uh, an organization of, of about six, seven, eight hundred million, somewhere in that in law enforcement across mm -hmm. the country, we're all governed by our own departments, states, counties, cities, whatever it might be. And then we're all kind of looked at over the top by the government, which is the Supreme Court. And the Supreme right. Court says you cannot do this. You cannot do this. And this is how you have to do it. Most departments, and I've never seen one department within the United States, and I've probably looked at well over three or 400 different uh, policies and procedures where they say anything that they're going to do anything wrong. It's always we're going to follow the, the law, and whether it be the state law, the county law, or the federal law. And right. so if they're going to say that, we have to look at it and say, are they doing it? If they are doing it, then we have to try to back them the best we possibly can. And if they're not doing it, then something, somebody has to come in and say, hey, time out. This isn't going to be tolerated anymore. And it shouldn't be right. tolerated. And in that right. case that you're talking about, if you see a video and you see things happening in that video, that doesn't necessarily mean that's 100% truth. What you're seeing is that portion of the video and why it went that way. And what you're telling me in that, it sure sounds like those police officers definitely stepped over the line and it should not be tolerated by anybody over there if they see something going on. And uh, yeah, the, the answer, Todd, I think is a very difficult one, but I think it's one that's within our ability to, uh, to take care of. I think we as a, an American public, I think overall, we really want what's best for everybody. We want to live in a good society where we right. all feel safe. We all feel fairly treated. And if that doesn't occur, then there's problems. Dr. Hayden, I, I don't disagree with anything that you've said. I mean, you know, it, it's an honor, you know, to have somebody with your accolades, you know, to, 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 to kind of enlighten us um, on the things that we kind of think we know, but we don't, you know, get to hear it from somebody that that has lived it. 
Um, so I appreciate, you know, your, your, your candor and I appreciate your honesty and, and, and all the things that you brought to bear here in this conversation. We're kind of at that point where, uh, you know, our, our, our show has gone 30 minutes. I can't believe that the time has gone really by going so fast. Long. Oh my gosh. Wow. But I, I, I would hope that, you know, at some point, you know, if we have any other interesting, you know, issues that, that bear on the subject that we can invite you back, you know, to get your, 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 expert perspective on this subject, you know, because I really think that our listeners, you know, need to be educated. I mean, we, we need to know that, you know, our police officers, you know, I mean, they're not perfect, but we, we need to believe that they really have our best interest, you know, at no, heart. I, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Because we send in our, our babies, you know, in, in, into the streets and, you know, we want to know that the law is being applied, you know, equitably you know, to everyone, regardless of their race, their socioeconomic background. You know, we want to know that it's being applied fairly. And and thank you for everything that you've said thus far. Is there any final point that you want to make before we end the show? No, it just seems to me, Todd, I've talked to you a few times and it feels, I feel like talking with you that you really do have an interest of trying to do the right thing and help the right people on this. Thank you. And, I, do uh, I don't think it's... Um, you're looking at, you know, police are all bad. I think you're looking at, hey, there are problems out there. and We have to resolve those problems, whatever they might be. And I really do appreciate you as an attorney, you know, doing that. Um, in me and my my world, uh, I'm at the age where I don't know if I want to retire or what. <laughs> but, you know, one of these days, I'm sure I will. And it's been enjoyable, but it's been a real education for me, too, doing this type of work. Um, it's, it's something I, I believe in and I continue because I do believe in it. So if there's ever anything I can do to help you out, uh, please don't hesitate to ever call me again. I, I appreciate it. And I really appreciated talking with you on this. Well, I'm, I, I certainly, you know, pray that I can build my relationship with you and, and you are correct. You know, I genuinely love what I do. And, it, you know, having this opportunity to speak to somebody, you know, who had your, who has had your background, you know, would just add to, you know, the level of uh, uh, services that I can provide to other people. Um, you know, and I think that in order for us to, to bridge this divide, you know, we have to understand what the issues are. I mean, you know, I have family members who are police officers, you know, and. And, you know, they speak on these issues as well. I mean, we I don't call them on the show, obviously, because, you know, they, they have their own concerns. But um, I truly believe that if we change this culture, we make a better society for everyone. You know, no police officer needs to worry about whether their safety, you know, will be endangered because they chose to speak up, you know, on a situation that they believe was inequitable. Um, and certainly, you know, everyone that, you know, has an experience with law enforcement, you know, should be able to walk away from it knowing that, you know, if they do the right thing and they do the proper thing, that they're going to come home to their families. You know, those are the things that we want, 
you know, for everyone. We don't we don't certainly want to put our police officers in harm's way unnecessarily, but we don't want to put our kids and our children and our mothers and our, you know, our fathers in harm's way either. So, you know, again, God bless you, you know, Dr. Hayden for, you know, your, your very, uh, you know, educated, you know, stance on this. And I definitely will be reaching out to you soon uh, for your expertise, you know, on, on cases that I'm involved in. Great, Todd. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. And uh, be safe out there. All right. Well, listen, you know, that's my show. Uh, you know, it, it, it's such an honor, you know, to have guests, you know, such as Dr. Hayden on this show. I mean, he didn't have to, you know, to appear on this show. He, he took time out of his day, you know, to be a part of this, to help educate us. And, you know, for that, I'm grateful. I'm also grateful for you for tuning in. You know, if you have any comments for Dr. Hayden, certainly feel free to leave, you know, me a comment in my comment section. and I'll make sure that he gets it. And uh, I want you to have a safe, and productive day. I know you could have been anywhere, but you're right here with me. So thank you very much. Have a great day. We have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough. And it is because of our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we are dealing in hate.